Welcome back to What Do You Want to Watch the Show, hosted by myself, Nathan English, and David Dirks. And it was another week of the NFL season in which we thought we knew what was going to happen, and then a bunch of weird crap happened, and I don't know who's good anymore except maybe the Chiefs and also the Bills and I guess the Eagles, even though I still think the Eagles are frauds and whatever. It was week seven. We're going to be recapping everything that happened, and then we're going to be doing our pick for week eight. Also, best and worst performers of the week. All that is coming up, so stick around. Come on. of the week david you got a doozy here on the mm. dock mm-hmm. what do you got my best performer of the week is uh the rest of the league or anybody who has to play tom brady and aaron Rodgers. because man for the first time i don't know since like 2001 they're both not playing well and the, both of their teams aren't very good and it's not you know, there's unless you're the Bears, it's, there's no longer, oh, my gosh, it's Aaron Rodgers or, oh, my gosh, Tom Brady and the whatever team he's on. It's, mm-hmm. eh, we'll probably win. And for the Panthers and former XFL quarterback, uh, P.J. Walker, it was it was a breeze. You know, it was easy. So, hey, man, they've uh, put teams through a lot, right? Um, and we're finding as they both have losing records, which – Again, like in a decade, two decades, it's been like, oh, you know, it's, yeah, it's Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers. They're really good and their team's really good. They aren't looking hot. They're not looking good at all. And as we found out with the Panthers beating the Bucks, I think just about any team in the league could could, uh, could beat one of these two guys right now. So that's where we're at. Yeah, I think I think we all thought the Steelers' loss for the Bucks was shocking. Um, but they, that could have just been one of those games, you know, the chiefs lost to the Colts, you know, you're like that, ah, yeah. maybe that's just one of those games where you lose to a really bad team. Um, but they put up three points <laughs> against the Panthers. Like that's not just a, ugh, that's an ugly, like that's real ugly to not score a touchdown. And the Panthers were, you know, in fire sale mode, trying to trade all of their good players away before this week, uh, not only was McCaffrey obviously traded to the Niners, but they were shopping around uh, Brian Burns, and there was rumors that they were also willing to trade DJ Moore as well. So they're, they were ready to clean house, and you lose to a team that's trying to clean house. That's just really bad. And, yeah, yep. XFL quarterback. I think I read that this is the longest into the season Aaron Rodgers has been below 500 ever in his career, wow. um, So, which is pretty amazing when you think about it. But I – yeah, both of these teams, the Bucs are going to make the playoffs too. Like we need to just, they're probably going to win that division, quite honestly. They're still at the top of the division at three and four. Mm-hmm. Unless um, the Falcons kind of start getting things rolling their way. Yeah, it's like, it's the Bucs. And they already have that one win over the Falcons. It's going to make it a, a difference. I think they'll probably beat the Panthers the next time they play them. Um, but they're probably going to win the division. And then I guess the the Packers right now, they're three and a half games back on the Vikings. So they either have to hope that the Vikings just go on a losing streak or that they can make a, a wild card spot. Um, which in the NFC, it seems like everybody's sitting around that three and three, three and four range. Mm-hmm. Um, right now, you know, you have the Rams, you have the Niners there, uh, they're there. And then it looks like there's going to be three teams out of the NFC East. I mean, yeah. the Eagles Jeez, are undefeated. Yeah. The Giants have one loss. And the Cowboys are also looking good as well with behind that great defense in Micah Parsons. So, yeah, I don't know what's going on with them, but yeah, it's well, it's uh, I just saw this this article. Uh, Tom Brady hasn't been in this position in two decades. A game under five hundred this far into the NFL season, and I saw that it is the first time in Aaron Rodgers' career that he is a double digit underdog. Mm-hmm. And uh, they're for the Bills, and they're I think they're ten and a half, maybe eleven and a half point underdogs right now. Mm-hmm. Um, which we'll obviously get into that eleven and a half point underdogs. Um, but man, that's just crazy. Like this is just unfamiliar territory. Yeah, it's 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 pretty insane. Um, that you know I know we're together thinking Bills Packers Sunday Night Football like that's going to be an absolute banger, and yeah. now it's looking like that's a game that could be real ugly of course we never know though because we thought that 
the Patriots were going to handle the Bears last night. We're recording no, this on man. Tuesday after Monday Night Football. And not only did the Patriots not pull off a win against the Bears, but they got pretty well dominated by the Bears. Um, and Justin Fields looked the best he's looked ever, probably, yeah. in, the, in NFL uniform. So, yeah. yeah, we never know what's going on, but we do know these two old quarterbacks are in trouble. Uh, my best performance of the week is not a player. Um, it's actually a guy we've mentioned before. Uh, that, that's Colts owner Jim Ursay. Jim Ursay, I talked about him before. Um, he sends out a tweet uh, every week determining whether they're going to open the roof of the stadium or not whenever they have home games. Um, and that, I mean, the, I guess the sun is something Sky Moore really struggles with, as we saw again this week, and it kind of cost us that game. But Ursay spoke out about Dan Snyder, the owner for the Commanders, who's an overall just even among NFL owners, a bad human being, which is saying something. Like when you're in that room of crotchety old men who have skeletons in their closet, um, Snyder has a graveyard full, essentially. And he apparently has hired private investigators to dig up dirt on other NFL owners in a move to, to kind of protect himself from being forced to sell the team. And Ursa just came out and said, like, nah, this is BS. Um, we need we need to force Snyder to sell the team. I think it's in the best interest of the NFL. Um, and he he said he's not going to be silenced. And everybody's like, dude, this is risky. Except Jim Ursay's crap is already out. Mm-hmm. We already know all the terrible things about Jim Ursay, the DUI stuff or, and all the drugs and other things. We know all this. Jim Ursay is not afraid. He's just like, screw you, Dan Snyder. Like, I'm getting rid of you. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. And – I think this is the most universally held opinion by people that aren't NFL owners is that Dan Snyder just needs to go. All the Washington Commanders fans that sell the team chance every week. Um, the reports just keep coming out about, you know, covering up sexual harassment, sexual assault um, within the team organization, doing some of the harassing and assaulting himself. Uh, Dan Snyder is just an overall terrible human being. And Jim Mersey is just a dude who's got nothing to lose. Um, and I'm here for it. Go, Jim Irsay. I'm going to be rooting for you to kick Dan Snyder out of the NFL. Yeah, that's funny. That's, dude, it's like, who was it? Wasn't there another owner that was saying something like, I don't, I mean, maybe it was Jim, but I thought there was another owner too of like, um, you know, you can, you can dig, you're not going to find anything. Like we need to get this guy out of the league, but mm. I, I can't remember now who that owner was, but it's like, whew. I mean, Snyder, Snyder's, he's a terrible person, but the, yeah. the, the route that he's taking is a good idea. I mean, all of these guys probably have something they want to hide. And so he can just like say, look, you're going to force me to sell a team. All this stuff goes public like as soon as mm-hmm. that happens. Um, and for guys like Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones, it's probably not going to matter. But maybe some of the, you know, the other owners that we aren't in the spotlight as much, um, that could be really damaging to their reputations and they, they wouldn't like that. So yeah, I, I don't know for sure. Uh, all right. Worst performers of the week. Uh, David, another depressing one. Go ahead. I kind of want to change mine. I don't know if I will. Uh, we'll, we'll stick with mine, but I kind of want me to go first and give you a, give you time to think about whether you want to change it. No, I'll stick with mine. I'm just, upset at the NFL now for another random two game suspension of a cheese player over something that happened over a year ago, but we don't yeah, have to get I, into that. I don't, well, well, let's just 30 seconds real quick. I don't have a problem with him getting suspended for that uh, at all. I'm not going to argue that I have a problem with them waiting this long to do it. Yep. Like it happened in June of 2021. Like, why is it just now in the middle of the season being happened? Even half, like, if you're saying they were doing a comprehensive review during the 2021 season, so they didn't know whether they were going to suspend him or not, you should have to decide by the beginning of this year. Yeah. It's the same thing with the Willie Gay scenario. Like, if it happens outside of the NFL season, if it happens, let's say, two months before the start of training camp, you should have to implement a suspension by the time the regular season starts, or you shouldn't yep. be able to, because it's ridiculous that this is happening two or three years. Again, not quarreling with whether they should have suspended him or not. I think they should have for what Frank Clark did, but he should have been suspended at the beginning of last year or at the very least the beginning of this season. Yeah. Yeah. It just doesn't make sense. But my uh, worst performer of the week is the Los Angeles chargers health. 
Um, once again, uh, some injuries ensue. Uh, JC Jackson, who they spent a lot of money for uh, in the offseason, um, quite honestly, to help beat the Chiefs, uh, he ruptured his patella tendon, which sounds excruciating, uh, and he's out for the year. Mike Williams, uh, really the receiver too, but has been the receiver one, uh, got a high ankle sprain as well, and he is out for, I think, four to six weeks. And, like, you know, you feel bad for the individual player, but at this point, I don't even feel bad for the team anymore. Like, there's been so many injuries. I feel like, surely, like, an investigation has to be done, right? Because the last two years, three years, it's been, like, consistent injury problems. Like, it's not just a, it's not just a brittle player or, oh, that was just unlucky. Like, a majority of the team has struggled with injuries. Like, what's going on there? Yeah, they either got to evaluate the training staff or evaluate the scouts because they're either they're either they have a bad training staff or they're getting bad advice on medicals for our scouts. That's it, one or the other has to be true because it doesn't make sense how you know years teams will go through years where they just have a season from hell with injuries. The Ravens had one last year. Uh, the Chiefs' offensive line had that two years ago where just everybody was hurt. It happens. Niners this year, really. Yeah. Every single year. Every yep. year the Chargers are the most injured team in the league. And it doesn't make any sense why this happens to them all the time. Yeah. I don't get it. And, and they're, they're one of the most talented teams, too. Like, if, if they had everybody healthy, they'd be probably, top to bottom, the most talented team in the league. Um, yeah. And the most deep team in the league, but yeah, they're always hurt. So, always, it's like, I mean, you feel bad for the players, obviously, because they dream and work hard to play. But it's like, all right, guys, yes. what's going we gotta, on? We gotta, we gotta look into something there. Something yeah. sketchy's happening. Yeah. Uh, yeah. What's What's your worst performer of the week? My worst performer of the week was uh, the 49ers' little heckin' number one overall defense that I heard so much about coming into mm. this game. Um. And I don't want to do the everybody against us Chiefs thing because I think Chiefs fans overblow the everybody hates us. Look, they got there. We were like this before. They love talking about us. And now we every time teams go through a cycle, you've been successful for a little bit longer. And then they want to pick some. They want to have a new fan favorite. So it's the Bills now. That's fine. Whatever. Um, but I did hear a lot of like, I just don't think that. Mahomes can get it done with this receiving core. He clearly needs more help. There was a lot of go out and sign OBJ. That's what a lot of people were thinking whenever they transferred uh, Kelsey's salary to a signing bonus to lighten the load on the cap. Um, you're thinking, okay, they're going to go get an offensive weapon. And mm -hmm. then the Chiefs go out, uh, pick first possession, and you're going, crap, here we go. You should again. just read my tweet. <laughs> Down double-digit <laughs> points, and then touchdown, 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 touchdown. We hung a freaking 40-burger on the number one defense in the league that was allowing like four yards per play, less than 15 points per game, um, and was pretty healthy too. Like you yep. couldn't give them the excuse of they had the, the Falcons last week. That Most of their starters were back. Um, some of them were not 100%, but yeah, I, I just – that was just like a master class Mahomes game. Um, the best he's looked probably since that Cardinals game. And mm – -hmm. Yeah, it was just it was just really really reassuring for me to see that happen with that receiver core. Um, I just felt like it wasn't just Kelsey this time. It wasn't just a mm -hmm. game where you just throw it to Travis Kelsey. It was Valdez Scantling. We were hitting Juju, um, and maybe we'll cut Sky more. So then I'll will actually just finally be completely happy as a Chiefs fan. Um, <laughs> he was he was very close to worst performer of the week. Um, I don't know. Maybe you could blame the coaching staff for putting him in that position, but Duke can't catch a punt, so stop putting him back there. Yeah, I don't. I think they should stop stop doing that. But I'm going to read my tweet real quick because it's these this yardage is just insane. Uh, Chiefs had 532 total yards. Eight different receivers had a catch. Kelsey went six for 98. MVS went three for 111. Juju went seven for 124 yards and a touchdown. McColl had three touchdowns. All this was against the number one ranked uh, defense. Uh, that that just blows me away. And I, it was it was a day that was so bad. I think it was the worst defensive output for the 49ers in the last 360 games. I do know it is the most points they've allowed in the history of Levi Stadium. I saw that tweet too. Yes. 
Um, and I think it's the most yards that they have allowed as a defense um, since like 1965. So that's insane. <laughs> well, what's crazy is the Chiefs played the Bucks, you know, a couple weeks ago, and at the time they had the number one scoring defense in the league, and Mahomes and the offense put up 41 points. It's crazy that like. I think now that Mahomes is in, in this offense is 13 and two against top five ranked defenses. And obviously I don't know the yards and the touchdown interception ratio, but if he's 13 and two, those are, those numbers are also insane. You know, just blows me away. Okay. So something very interesting um, is quarterback win percentage among actual starters. Um, Mahomes leads that. Right, he he's number one, um, hovering just under eighty percent since twenty nineteen. His win percentage. Okay, and then uh, he is also number three on that list as well. That's him trailing by ten points at a game. <laughs> <laughs> so he's first in overall win percentage, and then third in win percentage when tra- with trailing by ten points. What I'm assuming, Tom Brady's second. What are we supposed to do? Uh, I don't. I I'm trying to figure it out right now. This that's this, insane. So, I think it's Aaron Rodgers. I think Aaron Rodgers is two. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers is second. Tom Brady is third. Um, that's yeah. Yeah, dude. There was a certain amount of stats, but it is it is absolutely. I it it doesn't make sense. I I just there were so many like tidbits after the game of like this person tweeting this stat, this stat. It's just. It Mahomes is okay, if I is twelve and five when trailing by ten or more points since twenty nineteen. Twelve twelve and five. Yeah. Yeah. So Mahomes seventy nine percent. Aaron Rodgers seventy three percent win percentage. Mahomes in games his team trailed by ten plus points, seventy percent. Tom Brady sixty nine percent. This is also including the playoffs, by the way. Wow. Um He's 13 and nine when trailing by double digits in a game in his career. Um, and he averages 320 passing yards on a hundred pass rating when trailing by 10. There's just, there's nothing you can like, what? I, it just doesn't make sense. And I know that we talk about this and there's a debate right now about whether Josh Allen is better than Patrick Mahomes. And he might be having a better season. He's on pace to break Peyton Manning's uh, yardage record. And we'll probably win MVP this year. But, like, I don't want anybody else. You know, this nah. dude, I, it, we're literally never out of a game. It's insane. Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I'm happy with Pat. I mean, I know Josh Allen's on the bye week, but Mahomes is at 2,200 yards, 20 touchdowns, five picks. He has a higher, highest pass rating in the league. Like, he, yeah. he's actually playing better. He started better this year than he has the last two years. Uh, and, right. you know, not, not 20... 19 year we thought he should have won MVP you know and it's like he's kind of playing better than that you know it's not 2018 that that year was just insane but the problem is yeah the problem is he will have 2018 so people are always going to look at his stats and be like he peaked early because his first season is the starting quarterback (laughs) just threw 50 freaking touchdown passes which you could quarrel with some of them because there were a lot of shovel pass there was like eight shovel pass touchdown passes in there Mm -hmm. but still like that's that's the most insane like first season in the NFL yeah. ever. And what, what is he going to do after that? Like, I, I yeah. can't top that. My uh, favorite tweet from Sunday was Mahomes was literally any five combination of guys with two arms and two legs. And it was, they getting the fifth in, uh, stone in his infinity gauntlet. And like, ah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It, oh my goodness. He's, he's, he's nuts. Um, I do think I, what helps his chances for MVP this year is like, Everyone heard like the whole he won't be anything without Tyreek. So I think if he's able to play very well, I think that'll help him in like the story of MVP of like he actually was able to you know push through it and play the loss of what, a top five receiver yeah. in the league. And you know for, the story is always nice when like giving out big awards like that. So that might help. I don't know, but yeah, Josh is playing. Josh is incredible. Mahomes is just gonna he's gonna get stuck with the LeBron factor i mean he's just going to yeah. be so consistently great every single year that they're going to be just looking for somebody else to give it to and then him, which is Giannis comes in and does what lebron's yeah, been and doing it, and, and it's going to happen and that's fine josh allen is a great quarterback if he wins mvp that's fantastic but i'm not taking him over pat if i'm building the team mm-hmm. i'm just not yeah i think that people that are right now just need to kind of look seriously at a historic success people forget that josh was a train wreck his first like 
year and a half, two years in the league as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and still tends to make poor decisions. So there's that. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we had to talk about the Chiefs because they're on a bye this week. So I guess we just got our Chiefs talk out of the way now because we're it's not going to be picking them in any games. Last week, David and I both had the exact same record. It was looking real bad for us, Yeah. Uh, but we closed down the stretch well. The noon games kind of messed us up, and that's because the Commanders beat the Packers and the Panthers beat the Bucks. Um, and then we won like seven games. in a row. <laughs> yeah. So we both went nine and five last week. Overall, David is sixty-one and forty-seven, and I am sixty-two and forty-six. So we're uh. still neck and neck right there. Uh, and this week, Thursday night football, Ravens at Buccaneers. Another game when the NFL made the schedule that they thought was going to be great. Now we have no idea what it's going to be. Uh, Ravens are favored minus one and a half, even though they're on the road. Um. Well, I, I want to look up the – I got to look up the Brady primetime stat right now because there is truth to Brady being bad whenever the lights go yeah, down. Um, you're right. You want to pick the Ravens, but I don't know if I trust the Ravens. They almost blew a lead again this last week. And also it's like, do I really pick against Brady? Like I know they've lost like two in a row, but it's like I still just feel weird picking against Brady. You know what I mean? I don't know. Yeah. Tom Brady – um his last one let's let's go all the way how far do we want to go back uh let's just go for 2015 gosh i can't i don't have the stats for that far back i'm just trying to pick out so he was prime time um against the chiefs this year and was also prime time against dallas this year as well yeah correct correct um so in those two prime time games thus far he has thrown for – he threw for 190 – no, 212 yards, uh, one touchdown, and a pick against Dallas. He threw for 385 yards, three touchdowns, and no picks against the Chiefs. But our defense was Swiss cheese. There was a Brady primetime thing. I don't know if you want to vote on that. Right now I'm voting on the Brady hates his team maybe. <laughs> um, uh. And – I, he just looks like he doesn't want to be there. Um, I wouldn't either with the way that their season's going. But, they, again, they are still the top of the NFC South and will be – well, they're going to win that division probably because mm-hmm. the other teams are a train wreck. But the, the NFC South is what we thought the NFC East was going to be. Yeah, yeah. Dude, Mike Evans, Julio Jones, Russell Gage, and Cameron Brate are all questionable for the Bucks. Yeah. Which those that receiving core just hasn't been able to stay healthy all year. I mean, Julio Jones is kind of old anyway, but I don't know, dude. That losing against the Steelers and Panthers, it's tough for me to pick. I'm going with the Ravens. The Bucks. Here. I just yeah. I I'm not confident. The the reason I'm going with the Ravens, I'm just not confident in the Bucks defense anymore. Like game planning on you know three days rest for Lamar Jackson has got to be tough. Mm-hmm. Um and and their defense, which looked like you know, all world has, has now lost, you know, they given up 20 points to the Steelers. Isn't that much, but it's the Steelers who weren't able to find the end zone. And then, you know, the letting PJ Walker kind of run all over you a little bit as well. I, I just think this could be a classic Lamar runs around and just makes everybody look silly game. And I don't know. I think the bucks keep sliding. Why does this feel like a game where Tom Brady's just like screw you, screw everybody, and they because win? It probably is. I I just said all that, and Tom Brady's probably gonna throw like four touchdown passes. You know what I mean? It's just like that's why I. I mean, it it could be his downfall, but you know, I think it's PTSD for twenty years of like Brady's like nah. Yeah, we've always been predicting Brady's downfall, and we've been wrong every single time. Every year, right? Eventually, at least like five or six years, you're like, this is it. Yeah, this is the year Tom Brady like just falls off a cliff. And so this year it is looking like it's it. Um, Give me the Ravens. But, okay. Okay. Well, I mean, so I'll, we're going to look stupid. Yeah. We're look so dumb. I mean, I don't know. The big reason is like I'm going to be cheering for the Ravens to do well because of like fantasy football. So I'm not going to yeah, pick against them. You know what I mean? Like on that last week, though, we thought the Falcons could beat the Bengals. Yeah. Of course, the Falcons have the worst defense in the league. Yeah. That 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 is definitely true. Um, and also they lost, and I think that uh, they attempted 14 passes total in that game, which is yeah. uh, they didn't even reach the threshold for completion percentage, which is 15 passes in a game is when they start <laughs> counting it. How, how do you th- – it's 
what are you running the Bears offense? What's going on? Yeah. You know, I'm not, I'm not trashing Joe, but I think the Iowa School of the Blind could have done well against the Falcons. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's true. That Joe has still had an impressive game. Uh, yeah, he did. That's like their that was their announcement that the the Bengals are still a contender, I guess. Um, up next, a game that was meant to be played, <laughs> just meant to be played in London, England. It was meant to be played at nine o'clock in the morning, and no destiny. One pile of crap and that is the broncos two and a half point dogs against the jaguars who own london or might, might as well be based out of london with how much they play london games they're always willing to yeah. get a home game to play in london um the broncos looked just bad uh their defense is good though that, that is the one thing that kind of scares me, and I feel like they might be due for a win. And the Jags love to make stupid decisions. Trevor Lawrence likes a good turnover. He enjoys it. You know, he's going to McDonald's. He's getting them. He's, he's ordering <laughs> on the app. He's getting an Apple turnover. And the, the Broncos are just freaking good defensively. So, yeah, but still, I just... It's way. It's objectively way funnier if the Jags win. I mean, it's, the it's, the, it's the Raiders. Hilarious. The Raiders did put up thirty-two. Yeah, but the Raiders are like good offensively. That's the thing. Devontae Adams, Josh Jacobs are good. Also, I know the Jets only put up sixteen, but Brees Hall did get hurt in the first half. Like the second half, like the uh, they scored six i'm gonna see how many points they scored in the second half like the offense yeah just scored six I'm, points the entire second half and the offense of the broncos still could I'm not just having i'm just having visions of of zertan you know just just absolutely clamping this jags wide receiver the guy stumbles lawrence doesn't see it and throws a throws a out 14 yards down the field and zertan just whoop, that's <laughs> mine what if the Broncos win like fourteen to ten, and the fourteen points are just two pick sixes? <laughs> Probably they would have uh, to be at this point. No, uh, give me, I, I don't. You can't count on the Broncos' offense to score. No, um, I, give me the Jags. Okay, I'll, I'll take, take the Jags. I'm taking the Broncos here. I think my only reason um, Giants are a good team, and the Jags almost won that. Had been for freaking future Hall of Famer Danny Dimes leading that game-winning drive. <sighs> JK, but like if it hadn't been for him, like Jags, Jags could have won that. Yeah, that's um, a good point. So I don't know. We'll see. But I think you could you could say the same thing about the Broncos Jets game because the Jets, who looked like a pretty solid team, the Broncos had a chance, um, and Rippin just didn't throw a very good ball at the end. They, I mean, they had a chance right at the end of the game. It's true. Uh, going to the end zone. So, but yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't think either one of us are crazy for picking one of these teams. So. Yeah, I don't um, even know what to expect. Up next, another. Do I know what to expect <laughs> in any of these freaking games? God, no. Uh, I I, was, I I always like to like write down like I some like I have three games that I've already written my answer because I'm like I know these three games of the six like the twelve played on Sunday. I have three that I've already written. The other ones are blank because I just don't know. That's how yeah, unsure this, I am. This game, this this NFL season is wild. Uh, Panthers plus four and a half. Um, at the Atlanta Falcons, the Falcons looked not good, not good at all against the Bengals. The Panthers obviously come off that huge win against the Bucks. PJ Walker looked better than any Panthers quarterback has looked this season, which isn't since they made the Super Bowl. Bar, quite honestly, um, yeah, you could, yeah, probably. Man, that's <laughs> kind of sad. Yeah, it is. They had a quick uh, uh, falling off, didn't they? Yeah, man, they really just they really just just dived off the map. Um, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Could could the are you are you thinking maybe the Falcons that was just a fluke against a better Bengals team or and, yeah? Or you thinking I mean the Panthers that was just a fluke against the Bucks, um, and they're gonna regress back to the mean. It's just hard. I look at the Falcons' schedule, and I know I trash the Bengals, but they're they're a good football team. Like I, they beat the Seahawks at the Seahawks. They beat the Browns. Had a chance to beat the Bucks. They beat the Niners. Like, I don't know. I'm going Falcons here. I, uh, I believe that. 
I, I'm also, you know, the whole like interim head coach thing where you, you, you always take bet on the interim head coach the first week because the locker room is going to be all fired up and stuff. I mm-hmm. think that maybe there was a factor in that of like the, the McCaffrey trade a little, had a little bit of that energy. Like we just sent out our best guy. Everybody's telling us we're packing in this season. We're mm-hmm. done. We're not going out like this. I'm not, we're not dealing with this crap. Nobody expects us to beat the bucks. They were double digit underdogs. And I think that that's maybe a one week thing, not an all season mm-hmm. thing. So I think that fizzles out here. I'm going Falcons. Yeah, me too. My, my the only thing that worries me is if PJ Walker's actually just the guy and like, is it really good? He, cause he had a couple good throws. He only threw for 177 yards though. Like he, well, it's yeah. not like he was like tossing the ball every which way. I mean, he played a solid game, but they didn't do anything spat is special, and I don't, they didn't run up the score on the Bucks or anything. I don't know. Uh, maybe he is the guy. I mean, he's more of the guy than whatever version of Baker Mayfield we had and injured Sam Darnold. So yeah, I guess that's true. But yeah, I I just don't know. Um, Man, we were wanting uh, Baker to be really good, weren't we? Well, I just wanted. I really just wanted Baker to win the Week One game. And he didn't. So then after that, I was like, well, that's all I wanted from you. And you didn't yeah. do that, so I'm done. Uh, next, Bears uh, at Cowboys. Cowboys are favored, minus 10 in this game. Uh, this uh, Bears come off a pretty strong primetime win against the, the Patriots, a game that I don't think anybody – I mean, 62% of the bets were on the Bears, but that's just because it was real good value to bet the Bears because nobody thought the Bears were going to win. Mm-hmm. Um, and they did. So, uh, Cowboys cover. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> Justin Fields versus Micah Parsons. Uh, <laughs> uh, no. Yeah, nope. I mean, I think the Cowboys are getting their groove back. They just dismantled the Lions. Um, I think they'll get their offensive groove back a little bit, and this defense is rolling. So, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Dak, Dak was a little rusty, but that's expected. Like, that, he threw his first touchdown pass. You know, he's been injured, but. That second half, he came alive a little bit, got a little more comfortable. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Cowboys look good. I'm su- I'm I'm impressed, but they look they look good. Again, that three that NFC East is looking more and more each week like it's going to be a three teamer at least. Yeah, uh, in the as far as playoff spots. So, yeah. Uh, next, uh, speaking of the Lions, they host the Dolphins. Uh, the Dolphins are favored, even though they are the away team in this. They're favored by a field goal over the Lions. Lions went from like the darlings of, you know, they had the hard knocks bump and we were like, well, they score. If, if anything, they can score points. And then they could not against the Cowboys. But you could make the argument that the Cowboys just have a really special defense and that's not going to happen um, again. So, yeah. Patriots also set them out the week before their bye week, though, too. It's also true. Um, and the Patriots, then their defense just got beat by Justin Fields, um, have, who was allergic to the end zone. Yeah, I, I think this game looked worse than it was. I mean, Cowboys did dominate. Lions also had five turnovers. Yeah, which that five. Is, as much as we crap on him, and we can, Trayvon Diggs, his gambles He's, pay off. Yeah, you know do. he gets burned a lot, but he's getting picks. He's generating yep. turnovers, which are huge. I think it's like how, how many? I don't know how many games he's played in now, but he is the he's the leader in interceptions by far since he entered the league. I know um, this last week he allowed I think one catch for eight yards, but like so he he takes a lot of he takes a lot of risks. So he's played at thirty. No, he hasn't played that many games. No, yeah, I think he's played in 35 games and he has 17 picks. Wow. That's, so that's every insane. other game he's getting a pick. Which yeah, is that's insane. insane as a corner. I mean, the Chiefs couldn't freaking get a pick for like eight weeks this year. We, we weren't getting picks at all. So, yeah. It's just, maybe it's just like naiveness, but like Lions were up 6-3 at half and then they have interception, Cowboys score. Interception, Cowboys score. Fumble, Cowboys score. Like all of this... Cowboys points were off the Lions mistakes. Now I don't want to just that may just be the Cowboys defense is really good and they know how to, you know, and we've seen in the past they know how to, you know, force turnovers, but I don't know. I I don't know why I'm saying this. I think the Cowboys do win 
Uh, we already picked. They already won, actually. Uh, the yeah. Dolphins. I think yeah. the Dolphins win. Tua's going to get back into it. I don't think you can judge this last Sunday's game off this team because he's been out for a while, and yeah, you're probably kind of nervous. I know it's a little different, but like even my brother, after he tore his ACL, uh, like you're kind of scared um, to get hit. It, it's didn't just it seemed like it though. Dude was running with his head down like it was no tomorrow. That's true. I did, I did whole, see that play after I was like, doing oh, the whole gosh. pregame interview, and people are people are doing this whole reactionary take thing of like, well, everybody that got mad about the Tua thing is still watching football. Like, yeah, we are. I I don't think. I think it's stupid that the NFL had to wait this long with the rule because we all knew Tua shouldn't have been in. But again, the players don't protect their own safety. Like at at, mm-hmm. at some point, it has to come down to personal responsibility. And Tua gave his whole pregame interview about how he was going to play different, how he was not going to try to make the extra play as much anymore, how he was going to play smarter and and safer. And then he goes out and he's running with his head down because he's playing football, and that's how Tua's played football his whole career. So if yeah. he's going to get hurt, he's going to get hurt, but he's not going to change his play style. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think you're right. I, also, the Dolphins um, just have a lot of speed. They just waddle mm. and hill. Just the speed on the outside is ridiculous. And the Lions, if there's one thing they've been consistent with all year, it's they're consistently bad at defense. Mm-hmm. The defense has not been good in a single yeah, game. They're giving up 32.3 points a game. Yeah. And I just, I think the Dolphins will just bludgeon them to death with speed on the outside. Yeah. Dolphins have two of the five. Uh, Top two of the receivers are in the top five of receiving yards. There we go. That's better said. So yeah. that's just it's it's pretty insane. Yeah. So I, I I'm gonna go with the Dolphins here as well. Uh, next Cardinals at Vikings. Um, I think this line must be wrong that I typed in. I think I must have typed on minus one plus five. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah. I was. That's it's that's my fault. So the Vikings are of course favored. They're having the oh my god, are the Vikings good or are they just getting really lucky season? Um, I still don't think they're good because uh, I've watched them play. Like I've watched the London game against the Saints. Okay. I don't think this team is good. I just think that they're playing bad teams. They beat the Dolphins um, though. And, and I guess with the QB three though. Yeah, they beat. <laughs> yeah. Right. Um, and then the Cardinals come off a pretty strong win and they're going to have a lot of rest, uh, after the Saints. Thursday night game where they were back and, and they seem to be kind of older Cardinals, except for the fact that you're thinking back-to-back pick sixes from Andy Dalton. Yeah. He had game. some pretty so, bad passes. Is it, was that the Cardinals win or did the saints throw that game away? Did Andy Dalton quite literally throw that game away? I don't know. All I know is that that video, the gif of the guy diving <laughs> so behind funny. him is one of the best. That's just one of the best pieces of camera work we've had in the NFL. As Dalton is just walking with his head down, this man yeah, is just Superman soaring. Um, I hope the cameraman that got that shot got it raised because that was beautiful. Uh, I'm going to go Vikings here. I still think the Cardinals. Still, I do not trust Cliff Kingsbury. Um, I don't know about their defense as well. And I think they're going to have problems with Justin Jefferson specifically. And the Vikings, you know, they're as much as you can hate on them for Kirk Cousins and, you know, him being an average to below average quarterback at points. They're winning games. They're just finding ways to win. Mm-hmm. So I, I'm going I'm to stick with them. Yeah, I'm thinking the same. Cardinals are giving up 25 points a game, 373 yards. And I, I will say when this Vikings offense is on, there really isn't a whole lot that can stop them, right? When Kirk really is clicking and you have Thielen and Justin Jefferson and you have Dalvin Cook, uh, that's really we've kind of forget about that trio. It's a, one of the better in the NFL. Um, mm-hmm. it's just been weird this year because it's like I feel like we're just not seeing much, hearing much. But they are five and one, and it's one. I think at this point, you know, two and one or one and one or one and zero, oh, it's different. But I mean, they're five and one at this point, so it's like I guess there does come a point where I have to start to be like, well, I mean, they're eight and two, so obviously something's you know what I mean, like something's working. So right. give me the Vikings in this, yeah. But D Hop uh, could just drop one forty and two touchdowns and Did you see the did you see the photo of the fan um sign that was welcoming back Hopkins, but they forgot the K in his name, so it was welcome back Hopins. <laughs> no, Wanda. I did not. You can't you can't make a whole sign and forget an entire letter. Like he's just it, hope, hoping hoping for a W. Google exists, my guy. Um yeah, I guess. And he got it, so congratulations to that guy. Uh Raiders 
uh, at the Saints is the next game on the docket. Raiders are dogs in this plus two small line. Saints, I they just they they just throw games away. Literally, they just seem to keep throwing games away. Um, and the Raiders looked, I would say, pretty strong um, this last weekend. Obviously, they're playing the Texans, but there was a there was a point in the season where Josh Jacobs looked like he was going to be. Now he, you know, scored three touchdowns in a game, 150 yards, and looks like the dude's going off. Yeah, uh, give me the Raiders. I I got my pick already. They look good. Uh, I mean, lost the Chiefs by a point. They could just as easily be three and three right now. Despite three and three, they, you know, lost the Titans by two, blew a lead to the Cardinals, were leading by six. Like, their losses are all within one possession. Um, Mm -hmm. And, They've put up 38, 30, and 32 points the last three weeks. I think this team's figured it out. Josh McDaniels knows, all right, this offense runs through Josh Jacobs. You know, we give him the give him the ball and let Derek Carr work off play action to a good receiving core if they can stay healthy. So I think this Raider team is going to be pretty good. They've dug themselves a pretty big hole, but I, I think they, I don't know, if things fall right, they could still sneak in a wild card spot. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I'm going to agree with you. I, I think that after watching, just watching them play the Chiefs too, like that, we easily could have lost that game. Um, mm-hmm. And the Raiders' offense was was clicking. Um, aside from Hunter Renfro just taking out Devontae Adams um, <laughs> as a secret, as a spy for the Chiefs. Thanks, Hunter. Oh yeah, we again, we pay him. We pay him secretly. Yeah. Um, thanks, Hunter Renfro. Uh, for that, but yeah, I, I think that this offense is pretty good. Um, there and their pass rush is good too. Uh, mm. That's another thing that the Raiders have is they have a pretty solid pass rush. And the Saints' O line hasn't been fantastic this year, as evidenced by the fact that their quarterbacks just keep getting hurt. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I read the Saints have just tried out Taysom Hill. Quite honestly, I don't know why they don't do that, but yeah, I'm gonna go. They pay him quite a bit, don't they? Yeah, but they just I don't know. They I think they just need to use him more. Um, yeah, and they're just. I don't, you're paying him that much money. You should use him a lot. But yeah. what do I know? Up next, uh, division rivalry here. Patriots at the Jets. Patriots are dogs in this game, plus two and a half. When's the last time you could realistically say the Jets are better than the Patriots? I don't know if I've been alive. I don't. I, I really don't think it's happened in my living uh, existence. Yeah, I, I, I don't know either um because even the years after the year right after brady and you had the whole tumultuous cam newton season and stuff uh the jets were terrible so um and even the mark sanchez years i mean i guess you could say the jets were no they weren't i mean they were at points in the seasons better than the patriots record wise but you never would choose them over the patriots so yeah this is the first time though and and in the spirit of that i'm going to be picking the jets to win this game i know Brees hall is out but they just traded for james robinson um and the Patriots, you know, primetime magnifies everything. And getting embarrassed like that at home against the Bears on primetime is bad. And, you know, we talked about the quarterback controversy last week. Uh, I, does it matter? Yeah, Mac Jones didn't play well. They put Zappi in. Zappi scored a touchdown on his first drive. You're like, okay, here's Bailey Zappi. And then Ben Zappi played like crap the rest of the game. So That's true, I, man. I don't know. Because I feel like I'm like, before last week, I'm like, absolutely the Jets. But with... Brees Hall getting hurt and give me the Jets. I think I, we can't pick against them with how well they're doing. James Robinson is a stud. I'm actually happy for that because he was actually getting much time with Travis Etienne playing. So I'm happy he's an oh, RB1 yeah. now. He deserves that. But uh, probably just got picked up on a lot of fantasy rosters. Jets have already beat the Pats, right, in the last couple of years because there was a streak for a while, I know. Uh, or have they, have they not? Uh, I don't know when the last time. Uh, well, let's see. Because this might be like, I wouldn't be surprised. It's like, oh, the Jets haven't beat the Patriots in like 10 years, you know, or Tom Brady's record it's against been, them. It's it's definitely been a while. Uh, <laughs> I think the last time that they played, um, the Patriots hung a 50-burger on them. Yeah. Which does beat them 54 to, to 13. Jeez. Uh, last year? Yeah. Wow. October 24th, 54. Um, I'm trying to figure it out. Hold on. Well, that's crazy, too. Is like that Pest team last year wasn't even that great. And for them to... 
to do that. I do think why is Google not just answering my question? Bro, sometimes I wonder that. Like I ask it, just directly answer. Okay, let me see. Um two thousand and fifteen, it's looking like, I think. That's yeah. insanity. Two thousand and fifteen in overtime, the Jets beat the Patriots twenty six to twenty. But yeah, so they're yeah, they and they, they want most this. of these games are not close. Um well fifty four to thirteen, and then they also won twenty five to six last year as well. Uh twenty eight to fourteen the year before. The closest one then is thirty to twenty seven, but then before that it's thirty three nothing, thirty to fourteen, <laughs> thirty eight to three, twenty seven to thirteen, twenty six to six. You know. So hey, Jets have circled this. They're like, all right, enough from the Patriots. This is our year. I mean this really is the, if if there's ever a time where they're going to beat the Patriots, it's now. So yeah, yeah, I I expect the Jets to, I guess not Jets this, in a way. They've had some rare W's, rare Jets W's, and I think it can continue. Fingers crossed, right? The Jets just like the Jets stuff, and I and I'm just gonna hope they don't do that. So I'm gonna go with you as well and pick the pick the Jets here. Next Steelers. Uh, at Eagles, Steelers, I think are on. No, they're one of two double-digit underdogs this week. They're plus eleven visiting Philadelphia. City of Phillies having a moment right now. Uh, Phillies mm-hmm. just made the World Series. Uh, We're Eagles all Phillies really fans. Good. But, but the 76ers suck. So <laughs> there is that. Uh, Which and screw, screw this. How game. I don't know why. I just hate. How this. I have no idea why. How do they suck? What What do you mean? How do they suck? They're like zero and four. No, no, I know that they. Yet. No, no, oh, I know that like, that. You mean like literally? How I have no idea. How is this team bad? Well, at, it's because nobody built. Nobody thought about the pieces when they were constructing it, or maybe they're tanking for Victor Wembanyama, who is a seven foot seven Frenchman who plays like a point guard, um, and it's absolutely insane. So maybe they're just doing that. But yeah, after Embiid went on a whole tour about. Um, you know, nobody believes in us. Uh, everybody hates us. You know, I should have been MVP last year. Well, your team looks bad. So maybe fix that. They're the biggest dumpster fire along with the Lakers this season so far. That's just anyway, funny to me. Yeah, that's another NBA talk. Sorry. Uh, back to the <laughs> back to the football field where real men play sports. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Steelers, the Eagles. I, 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 again, this is the Eagles, like, you know, Credit to them. They're they're undefeated, but they have the cupcakiest schedule of all time. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to go ahead and assume this is one of the three games you picked ahead of time and you slotted in the Eagles for a win here. I did. Yeah. I uh, In my uh, fantasy football league, um, someone had dropped in the, in the other one, not the one that you're in. Someone had dropped the Eagles defense. I don't know why, but I am immediately just hoping that that clears waivers to my team because, like – I, I think I did the math. They forced like I think they've had nine picks this year, like six fumble recoveries, and like eleven sacks. And like I that's just insane. I think their offense has only turned the ball over twice so far this season. Yeah, Hertz has two picks, and I think that's it. So yeah, they have an insane turnover differential. They eventually you got to figure will correct itself. Mm-hmm. Um, here's my not, here's my not bold this prediction. week though. Here's my bold prediction. I don't think they cover. I think the Steelers cover. I think the Steelers mm. cover the spread, but I still don't think they beat them. I just don't this, see how. This does seem like, because like, if, if if there is a narrative with the Eagles, it's like, man, they s- score well in the first and second quarters, but they cannot like score if they're yeah, they don't. This feels like yeah. a tw- like a twenty-one to three halftime game, and then they end up winning like twenty-four to like twenty or twenty-four twenty-one. You know what I mean? Like they, yeah, like Eagles. It's clear that the Steelers aren't actually going to win, but they do just enough to like, make yeah. it look kind of close in the fourth. Yeah, yeah, I could see that happening. So that's my prediction. Uh, next, we have a game I never want to see. Uh, I'm actually, I don't even know if I watch Titans Chiefs. That's how much I don't want to watch the Titans play football. Uh, Stop! <laughs> You're gonna watch the Chiefs. Come on. Well, maybe not because the Titans have our number. Uh, if some for some reason the Titans always freaking beat us. Nah, we went by twenty. Mariota threw a touchdown pass to himself in a playoff game. True. But that was that was before Mahomes broke the Stop. curse. Stop the it. capital T curse. Yeah. Okay. Well, wouldn't it be capital C? Why would you put the emphasis on the article before the word curse? 
I see your point. Let's move on. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the, the Titans. I must. This line must be wrong too. I, it's minus no two. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 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 Plus, I was getting my plus and minus is confused. The Titans are favored minus two, traveling to the Texans, who got walloped by the Raiders. The Titans beat the Colts in a game that they definitely should have won, but almost didn't. Um, and I, the Titans are doing they're doing it again. <laughs> Where you're How are they four and two right now? What's right. going on? <laughs> you're like this team is so boring. I genuinely didn't know they were four and two. I thought they were three and three or three and four. Yeah, it just it, this team. You're like this team sucks. I don't want to watch them. They play boring football. They're not fun, and they freaking win. It's so frustrating. Um, I will say this: they're gonna win again. I don't think. Yeah, I think they're gonna beat them. They beat the Raiders, which you know maybe a good win. Raiders are win. but then they did beat the Colts, Washington, and the Colts. They're at, they're scoring 19 points a game right now. Yeah, but that's not the great. Division they were dealt, dog. They get to play true. the Texans twice. They're going to get to play the Jaguars twice. They get to play the Colts twice, and then they're, you know, they they just playing they're just playing Cupcake Cities, and yeah, that's, that's kind fine. of annoying. They're going to win that division at ten and seven or nine and eight, um, pretty con- pretty easily. Probably won't even really be worried about it in the last week. They'll make the playoffs, and then they will get absolutely trounced by whoever they play that has a better quarterback. Yeah. I mean, Probably us because we're not going to get a bye. I mean, this will even out because they, they play Texans, but then they play us, Broncos, Packers, Bengals, Eagles, Jags, wait, wait, Chargers. Wait. You just said Packers like there was good. <laughs> well, Change they both the can't score. They both can't score. Change the tone in your voice to the way that you would normally say the Lions. That's how you should say Packers now. Okay, but hear me out. Both okay. Titans are scoring nineteen point two points a game. Packers are scoring eighteen point three points a game. So at this point, what quarterback do you trust more? I trust Aaron Rodgers more than Rick freaking Tanny. You know Tanny what I would trust? Can't throw a pass. We're not even there yet. You know what I would trust? Running the football with Aaron Jones. That's what I would freaking trust. Yeah, why are they using that man? He's a tank. I don't know. Titans um, win but, this, by the way. Sorry, we got distracted. Yeah, Titans, yeah, Titans, it's not even we close. Pick Titans. We're not picking the Texans. I don't think I'm going to pick the Texans in a game the rest of the year, probably. I'm done defending them. You know how I said they weren't really as bad as their record seems? They are yeah. as bad as their record seems. They're bad. Uh, yep, let's move on. <laughs> up next, Commanders, uh, who are plus four. They're visiting the Colts. This is the, Now we get Sam Ellinger. We don't, Matt Ryan is hurt. He's out. Sam Ellinger is the hey, man. It's, it's plus three now. I don't know, man. Commanders are oh, good enough. They're, they they're pulling that on. down. Yeah. Um, the Commanders coming off, you know, they, it, the Packers are bad, but nobody expected them to be the Packers still. The Taylor Heineke bump is real. Um, the, I'm picking the Commanders. I'm just doing it now. I will look he was going to do it out of spite because I've been against the Colts all year. Do but now that you did it, I'm just going to do it too. I'm going to pick the Commanders too. Um, I mean I, – yeah, I don't. This is a toss up. Like, I don't. I legitimately week to week, it's it, you have no idea what these teams are going to look like. Either one of them. Yeah. Um, the Commanders' defense looked really good against the Packers, but they could look really bad against the Colts the next week, and I wouldn't be shocked in any way, shape, or form. So. Yeah. Well, it's weird too. Like the Washington has a decent roster. You have Brian Robinson, who they just drafted, who's playing well. Antonio Gibson. You have Terry McLaurin, Curtis Samuel, like Chris Sims. Like it's not a – they don't have a bad supporting cast. You know what I mean? So if, if Taylor Heineke – You could say the problem was Wentz. I mean, you, that's yeah. what Ron Rivera said. I mean, their defense isn't hasn't been good with the exception of last week. But Yeah, so we'll see if Heineke can keep this up. We saw a couple of years ago the playoff run. He absolutely can compete, so we'll have to see if that will continue. Yeah, he's he is so up and he's really fun to watch because he's so up and down. Like yeah. you never know what's gonna happen with him. So that's I heard fun. I heard he like like the day after the game last week when when Wins got hurt, he like told Wins like you better not be hurt because I was planning to play golf this weekend or something like somewhere. I, I was like Jeez. he's just he's just living life. He doesn't even care. He's having a good time. I would be too. Um if I was gonna pay that much money. <laughs> uh Next, 49ers at Rams. Um, <laughs> what a, every game, we're like, what? <laughs> yeah, I just don't know. Uh, the, the Rams are coming off a of bye week, so you could say they got rest. 
the 49ers are coming off with embarrassment. So you could say they got revenge on their mind. Um, Shanahan has historically, I guess we believed that he's kind of owned the Rams. Um, that seems to be like the circle that happens is the 49ers always beat the Rams. Uh, and then the Rams always beat the Cardinals and the Cardinals always beat the Seahawks and the Seahawks always beat the 49ers. It's like <laughs> the, the circle of the NFC West. But I, I'm going – this is hard. I want to say Rams, but I'm also thinking like now McCaffrey is going to have a full week to learn the playbook because it was obvious that he didn't – they didn't have a lot of stuff they could do with him. They were literally pointing and like – yeah, and they also were like, like the most – Line up here like on, on plays. Like, and Shanahan will have a week to pour stuff in um, to, to try to get McCaffrey ready. Um, I think the Niners, I Chiefs are good. Like this defense is legit. Um, somehow we made Joey Bosa just non-existent, um, which is kind of crazy. But like, dude, we think about this offense. They're talented. I mean, Brandon Ayuk, Debo Samuel. You have George Kittle, Christian yeah. McCaffrey. Like they are absolutely loaded. Um, yeah. oh, and I, I think. Matthew Stafford is a is a pick machine, dude. He he has eight picks this year, and I think I trust the Niners' defense to at least get a couple, um, despite Cooper Cup mm-hmm. and Aaron Donald. And besides that, I guess there isn't much. But I don't know. I think I think this Niners team is pretty good, uh, and I trust Kyle Shanahan. So I don't know. We'll see. What what are you thinking? I'm going with the Rams here. Um, I think that the the reports of their demise may have been a little overblown. Um, I, I, they haven't looked good, certainly in many games, but I, I think the image that is most seared into my brain is still that week one matchup with the bills. Um, mm. and the bills are just a buzzsaw. I, I, I just, so I don't know if it's fair to judge them off that, but they are coming off, uh, a you know, a bye week I think that really helps older quarterbacks, uh, like mm. Stafford. I think that's really going to help Stafford. McVay has been thinking about this game for a while has had longer to plan. That's um, true for what's going to happen. And yeah, the cup is still like, we're not talking about it as much because they're not having as good of a season, but cup is still ridiculous. And I know that because he's on my fantasy team. Um, and I won the week that he wasn't in the game. And I was like, Holy crap. I, I won when cup had a bye week. This is insane. Cause he's been a 30 point machine every, every single week. Well, so it's I'm, I'm just counting on them to yeah. just be more prepared for this game, I guess. I mean, it's also, you, I don't know how, but Brandon Ayuk was on weight, on free agency, so he just picked that bad boy up I off waivers, and he dropped you 16 points, which he's a, he looks like a stud. I, I haven't watched him in person. He looks like, you know, Chiefs talking about a receiver they really want. I feel like that might be a guy, like, he'd be worth going after if they really want another receiver. Cause I think he, we just need a big one. That's what I, I want. And I think he can be that. I don't I, mean, I don't know what. He's, not he's, six, he's six foot, 200 pounds, so... He's a little shorter, but it's pretty. I, I want. I want like a. I will not say that he's receiver. thick, but yeah. yeah. Okay. Wow. Bonk. Bonking David. Prison, prison time. Yeah. Jail. Um. Yeah. <laughs> I, I. I don't think. I. I just in my head, I'm like, oh, the Rams are coming off rest. Um. Also, just Jimmy G was bad. Like we can't. Jimmy G just did not look good. Um, at many points during that game, he was just not making throws he should have probably easily made. So, I actually blame Jimmy G that Frank Clark just got suspended. The league's like, nah, Frank looked too good. We got to do something about well, that. And the pocket awareness for him is so bad. <laughs> the second safety, he should have known there was a guy coming around. Like, just throw the ball away, Jimmy. Why are you holding on to it yeah. in the end zone? Um, so, yeah. Uh, I, I think that this game is... I think the winner of this game will actually end up winning the division. Um, mm. I don't think the Seahawks are going to win the division. I think they'll make the playoffs maybe, but I don't think they're mm. going to win the division. I think the winner of this game will. So it looks like you're writing off Geno Smith. I'm going to let him know, bro. That's messed up. He He's not going to write back, so it doesn't matter. Uh, that's true. <laughs> Speaking that's of true. Seahawks, next, Giants at Seahawks. <laughs> uh, again, a game that at the beginning of the season you've been like, I ain't watching that crap. But now it's looking pretty decent. Uh, it's looking like a game that would probably be pretty interesting. The Giants are winning games by the skin of their teeth, and the Seahawks are putting out the best offensive output they've had. I don't know. Since they won the Super Bowl? Yeah, since some peak Russell Wilson years, that's for sure. Definitely better than they were doing last year with Wilson on the roster. Mm-hmm. Wilson was hurt part of the year. 
Um, this is this is hard. This game is yeah. hard to pick for me. Because the Seahawks have a very good offense. Can the Giants defense hold them? But more, I think more importantly, can the Giants offense hold like keep up? You know what I mean? Yeah, because the as weird as it is, the Geno Smith offense is way more explosive than the Daniel Jones offense. <laughs> what what even is twenty twenty two? Oh my gosh. Um they did hold the Ravens to twenty. The Jack Jacksonville to seventeen. I don't know. I'm going Giants here. Uh I think that the run game is is going to be something they can lean on. Um and I think that that's, that's something that can work for them. And I also think their defense is pretty good. Um, Gino can be good in a shootout, but he's not going to be good if they keep the ball away from him, which I think the Giants have the ability to do. Dayball has shown that he knows how to keep the ball away from teams, especially in end-of-game situations, by just running clock and running with all the schemes that they have. I mean, they're the new Niners. Like mm. The way that you talk about the way Shanahan schemes for running the ball is the way that the way that the Giants do it now, um, so I, I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna pick them here. I can't believe I'm about to write off. Wait, no, I can't believe I'm about to just pick against the team that I've defended so much. I think I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. Mm. I mean, I was almost gonna say like DK went out, but he, it, I, you wouldn't have known like from Geno's stat line in that second half. Like they just kept pouring it on the Chargers and. Ah, dude, I don't, it's, this offense is just feeling good. Tyler Lockett and then this Kenneth Walker, this rookie running back is playing very well. Um, I don't know why I don't have really any inclination to pick against the Giants. They've been winning, but for some reason, this Seahawks offense. It is, we'll see. This is a game that is, it, it, we thought it was going to be hard because it would be between two teams that suck. And now it's hard because it's between two teams that are playing well. So, yep. That's just fun. Uh, and now for the opposite. Uh, Packers at Bills. Packers, double-digit underdogs um, visiting the let's, Bills. Let's both pick the Packers here. What if they just – what if no. Aaron Rodgers just not, no. puts his middle it's finger up and says, I can still play? Stop. I'm already writing it. I know this is one of the three games you picked ahead of time. You picked the Bills. Yeah, it is. Uh, yeah, well, we've already talked about the Packers' woes. They're not running the ball enough, it seems, to the outside, at least to us. The main wide receiver right now that he's relying on is Sammy Watkins, which um, I I know what that's <laughs> like up close and personal. That's not a pretty thing to rely on, Mm-mm. and they're just they're just not playing cohesively as a team. Uh, and on, if the Bills are for real, they better they need to win this game. Uh, it's just, just mm. this is a contender game. This is a this is the one they should win. They're coming off a bye, too. It's going to be a night game. It's in Buffalo. The fans are going to be crazy. I just don't see the Packers going in there and beating them. I'm going to take the Bills. Yeah, same. And lastly, and maybe leastly, because I don't really want to watch this crap either, because I don't want to watch the Browns play. It is the Bengals at the Browns. Um, I really want to pick the Browns, but... I'm not going to win this. Come on. Uh, Bengals look I know you hate the Bengals, but the Bengals are going to win this game. I they think look, because the Browns, look. like, Jacoby Brissett is good for two weeks. <clears throat> not not 11. Mm-hmm. All right? And, and just, the Browns can't beat anybody right now. They just can't. Um, they're a team that looks lost completely. Yeah, they, they couldn't hold a lead if their literal lives depended on it. And if you even go back and look at the Browns' wins this year, um, uh, their most impressive one, they, it, Pittsburgh. I, I yeah, I get like Panthers. I, I mean, they do it. They do the giving it up in the end too. Um, that Pittsburgh is the only game that they have won this year by more than three points. Um. You know, Dude, if you're a Browns play. fan, you're just so they, sad because you blew a less versus the Jets. The Jets. They, lost to the, they lost to the Falcons. By three. They lost to the Chargers by two. By they two. Lost, they got blown out by the Patriots, and they just lost to the Ravens by three. So <sighs> they, you could say they're going to make this game close, but I just don't have confidence that they'll win yeah. it in the end. The only team yep. that they 
they beat what like when it was actually close down the wire was the Panthers. And mm-hmm. that's because the Panthers were just terrible, especially week one. Baker Mayfield was atrocious. Yeah, lowest so, passer rating in the history of the league. <laughs> and you know what? Browns, you deserve it. Yeah. You deserve this sucky season. I hope it continues when your predator of a quarterback comes back. Um, and I look forward to him getting absolutely lit up on sacks. Um, I, I, I hope D Lyman have a little extra motivation to hit that man. So, bro, what if he comes back and it's like Letty Ace, Eddie Lacey effects? Like, dog, why do you got such a big belly? Like, what have you been doing? Like, are you still a football player? You know, you remember Eddie Lacey? Yeah, I feel like he's not gonna have the Eddie Lacey problem. Probably um, not. Probably like, why not him? Bet against him. I'm sure. I'm, <laughs> I'm sure, like, by this point next year, we're gonna be hearing about like how Deshaun Watson has turned around the Cleveland franchise and revitalized the city. And, and then he's going to do some stupid freaking interview before a Monday night football game about like, you know, it's just, you know, it's a lot of misunderstandings. I just want to put it all in the past. I'm sure something like that's going to happen, but at or he's going to soak in the fact that this organization is falling apart. Or he's going to write a book um, that says, if I would have done it. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. The OG Simpson method. If I would have done it, here's exactly how I would have done it. Um, so, again, primetime games. I mean, Ray, Ravens-Bucks might be the best primetime game this week because um, I don't think the other two are going to be close. Uh, and we're just what – what do you think the game of the week is, David? What do you think is going to be the best game? Um, game of the week. Sheesh. I think it will be Giants-Seahawks. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I'm looking at this. That's the only one that looks like. Maybe Niners Rams. That's always kind of close. Their division, you know, division rivals. They they always yeah. they have each other's numbers back and forth. But you have the Shanahan McVay thing. It's either that or hear me out here. Hear me out. The London game for pure comedy reasons. That's true. The London game might just be funny. I mean, it's, wa- it's got to be. I want each team to get like a pick six and like three turnovers apiece, and it's like oh, thirteen to. 13 to 12. It would be way funnier if Russell Wilson was playing in it. It's not uh, as funny as it could be. That's true. Um, I wonder if he'll travel, though. That'll be fun. If he travels, and then they'll, they'll be you him kidding on the sidelines. Nah, he just, uh, bought a, he just bought like a $28 million mansion with like 18 bedrooms. He's hanging out at his house with his wife this week. And future's children. It's true. <laughs> that is very true. But, all right, we picked every game. We should play. Yeah. Uh, hey, I say this every week, and it just continues to prove uh, to be true that this has been a weird season. I kind of like it, right? Chiefs are five and two going to, into the uh, bye week, so that's things are normal with them. So everything else can be weird. I'm okay with that. Uh, but hey, this has been what do you want to watch? Episode 46, talking about NFL Week Eight regular season. You know, we've been talking about it, and you have been listening to it. Uh, we'll see y'all later.